Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind. This time it's the podcast that pre-watches, previews, and protects Wakanda for every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and rate us on whatever podcast app you are currently using, which is the best thing you can do for any podcast. And today's episode is our predictions episode for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And... Today, we have a very special guest, Law, a.k.a. Black Girl Marvel, from random places on the internet. Welcome, Law. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, so before we start, Law, just tell our listeners uh, where they can find you and uh, what you do on the internet. Okay, so um, you guys can find me on all social media platforms, so like TikTok, YouTube, Twitch. Um, I'm everywhere. I do all, I do all the things. Um uh, I currently have my own podcast on Anchor. I am a co-host on a podcast called The Real Study. Um, we stream every Sunday. Um, yeah, and I create content. I stream video games. I talk about a whole bunch of stuff. So just follow me on everything, and you will be thoroughly entertained, I'm sure. Yeah. You will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and just to, to make that easy for everyone, uh, so Law's uh, link tree is in the show notes right now, so you can just... Go ahead and open that spot in your app. Uh, click the Linktree button. Um, save that page for when you remember, and then, and then you know, go and, and follow. And for sure, and I do follow back. I appreciate follows. I do follow back. I'm not one of those people that's like follow me and then I don't follow you back <laughs> unless you don't have content. I will be honest about that. If you follow me and you don't have content, I, what's the point of me following you? No offense, but I want to see stuff. Yeah, I mean, at that point, <laughs> so probably a bot. Yeah, yeah. 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 So so earn laws follow. Yes. Make good stuff. Make good stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, in that case, uh, let's uh, move on a little bit. Um, so remember, with our prediction episodes like this, we have a, a couple of things that we do differently. First off, our spoiler policy. So uh, we could talk about absolutely anything that has come out uh, in the MCU. So this it does include you know the more recent stuff uh, like the previous movie Thor: Love and Thunder. Or even, uh, let's just say, night. the first Black Panther movie. What was that, Tony? I was saying Werewolf by Night. But yeah, if you want to spoil uh, season seven of Hellstrom, I don't know why you watched that show, but it was originally in the MCU. So go ahead, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I haven't seen Werewolf by Midnight yet or whatever it's called. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you could spoil okay, away, though. We... I'm a very visual okay. person. I have to see things to believe it. You could, you could say some stuff, and I'm like, sure. <laughs> I didn't see it, so it's fine. I mean... You're going to be shocked by Howard the Duck, but um, <gasps> I we'll love it. it there. <laughs> I'm happy he's back because I miss him. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm sure nothing from Werewolf by Night will end up in this, but uh, yeah. Uh, all right. And then a reminder of how our predictions work. So each one of us, the three of us, uh, have brought uh, two questions a peach, a piece, not a peach. <laughs> Ooh, delicious. Uh, and, we will <laughs> and we will all be answering them. Plus, uh, we have three questions that we always ask, so that's going to be a total of nine. I had the wrong number written down. That's why I had to do some math in my head real quick. Uh, so in a couple of weeks, you know, after we've seen the movie, we'll come back, and then we'll score points and essentially crown a winner. So we'll see how that all works. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to see how we've done in our past events just for fun, I guess, uh, you can go to our website, mcurewind.com, uh, and click on the little prediction episode results in the top right corner, and that has the link to uh, each of the episodes, it also tells you who won. In case you just don't want to listen to them and like see who's who's been winning and, and all that stuff. Hmm? 
Yeah. So before uh, we get into those questions, uh, Law, we want to ask you, like we ask all our guests, um, what is your history with the MCU? How'd you get into it? And more in particular, uh, your connections to Black Panther. Um, that's actually a very interesting question. <laughs> um, because I'm always thinking about like how did how did my obsession start? And and um, I think it would I would have to say it's it might have started with Blade. Um the 1998 you know wesley snipes mm-hmm. blade i think that's where it started um i think that's where marvel i want to say that's where marvel came into my life it really didn't though because i'm lying now that i really really think about it because i used to watch the x-men like cartoons and spider-man oh, yeah. cartoons so like i would have to say cartoon wise that's when marvel kind of got into my life and i've been obsessed ever since and just enjoy superheroes in particular so i really didn't get into the whole like marvel versus dc i enjoyed all of it um Black Panther for me means a lot because um, in 2018 when that film premiered, it was the first time to see like an all black cast on screen, um, and just like uh, and also like like browner like darker skinned people. I'm 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 kind of light, so you know a person of my complexion is way quicker to be on screen than it is for someone of a darker complexion, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I just love seeing all facets of, facets of my people on screen. And I just felt proud watching that film. Um, I'm a burgeoning actor myself. So like just to have that as like a, like a compass as a guide um, in my future, you know, being an entertainer meant a lot. And so I'm super excited for Wakanda forever because I might cry. And yeah. my dream, actually one of my, or one, I have multiple dreams. If you don't have multiple dreams, people don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> um, but, but one of my dreams was to meet and be in a film with Chadwick Boseman. And I will never um, have yeah. that opportunity. So I will covet his performances and learn from them as best I can. So, um, and just a touch on this just a little bit, cause I won't go too long or anything like that, but um, I know there's been a lot of controversy about recast, recasting T'Challa, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people. I've I've heard multiple people say that the reason why they want him recast is because, you know, they want T'Challa's story to continue. But I also feel like Chadwick is a like he was a, an amazing actor, and I think an even better person if you could believe it. Um, and as much as as I think that he said that he would want that character conti- to continue. The people involved that loved him, that grew with him on that set, I think it would be very hurtful to put somebody else in his shoes mm-hmm. and to have that person around that cast and to, they already feel the weight. And I think just seeing somebody else in that suit would just make it worse. And so I'm happy that we're going to get in my, one of my predictions is, you know, uh, Shuri. Yeah, you, can spo- you can spoil our own, yeah, our own yes. show. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Yeah, um, so I just, I just, I'm just happy that we're going to get Shuri and it's, I think it's great to see we saw a, a like T'Challa at the helm and I think it's going to be even wonderful, even more wonderful to see a, a female like Shuri at the helm so mm-hmm. all the little girls can be like, mm-hmm. oh, I could be Black Panther, like, you know? <laughs> so, so I just think it's cool. But yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I also like uh, mm-hmm. that Riri Williams is like is showing two different sides of it. It's like you're born into it or you made yourself. Yeah. Because Riri Williams like built herself up where Shuri is kind of part of the royal family already. So it's both sides of that. Yeah. I'm enjoy- I'm I'm excited to see Riri Williams too because I honestly didn't even know they were going to have 
Riri until like they announced it. I was really hoping that they would have her because I know essentially in the comic book world she's a new character, like a, mm-hmm. like a fairly like mm-hmm. fairly young new character as opposed to like you know Black Panther that's been out since like I think like the sixties or seventies or something like that. So like Riri's like fairly new, so I'm excited that she's making her way into the MCU. I'm excited to see what they do with her character, <clears throat> and I'm hoping that her AI is Tony Stark. But that's just a hope for me. So. That would be a huge get. I would be so happy, but that's not something I see <laughs> happening right now. I, I hope so because <laughs> because my thing is is Tony left a lot of messages um mm-hmm. during like in in Endgame um when he was in that ship um just dangling in space because when he talks to Pepper he goes um um hopefully you'll get these these mean multiple so I'm pretty sure yep. he made a lot and there's no telling he's always preparing for something so I'm pretty sure she's smart enough MIT. Like she can, she can piece yeah. together his words to make an AI. I feel like, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, I know we're going on a tangent on this, but I don't mind talking about Riri Williams. Uh, this is what my hope for it is. Her, maybe not in this movie, we get Tony Stark, but she's got her, um, her solo show mm-hmm. Ironheart coming out, and I want to see her like she earned it in the eyes of I don't know Pepper Potts or whoever is in charge of Stark uh, Industries. Yeah. And like they get like, well, here's uh this version of Tony he recorded for the next Iron Man. Yeah. And it gives it a Oh, hit. I definitely don't want it in this movie. It's I'm I okay. don't I definitely okay. don't need it Something... in I don't need it in this movie. I need it like down the line, yeah. you know? Like even if she starts off with some something a little different and then she's like you know, 'cause mm-hmm. I want I want there to still be like that mentorship that she like she 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 likes Tony Stark like that's why she's Ironheart that's why she has an like an Iron Man esque suit like she's a fan of Tony Stark like yep. I want her to have him as her AI I just and I think it's a good way to bring Robert Downey Jr. back into the MCU without physically having to bring him back into the MCU because I know he's tired mm-hmm. he like yeah I'm, <laughs> right I'm not trying to do this no more <laughs> so so vocally he could just be Jarvis in a way so yeah yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so. Actually, I, I want to talk about other stuff before we get the questions, Al. If you and Law, oh. if you guys don't mind, no problem. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Namor or Namor, as he's pronounced in this movie. Um, for me, uh, I want to get into kind of like how how we feel about him coming into the MCU. Because for me, Namor has been one of my least favorite characters in the comics. Just he's like, I don't know. I just. Always like I don't love the pompous characters, uh, and he is like one the most pompous characters. So you don't like Tony Stark <laughs> or Stephen Strange? Uh, Stephen Strange I do like, but <laughs> Tony Stark in the comics, no. I'm very different in the comics and the movies. No, like no. I will forgive stuff in the movies based on char- actors' charisma than in the comics. I get that. But um, as a Mexican American, I'm so happy to see a Latino and actually Mexican actor and uh like mexican mythology being brought into it i'm just like i'm shocked that i'm so hyped for this character for a character who i historically do not like like i can't understand i get that i'm excited i don't i'm not like a hundred percent like well versed on like a lot of comic book stuff especially like namor like Mm -hmm. I, i didn't like read anything about namor uh so i'm just experiencing this via film um yeah but I like when they bring in characters that people like don't know much about or or like maybe their comic book run was kind of like flat 
because mm-hmm. like you can build you can build that character pretty much how you want then you know what i mean you can add some layers yep. to that character that maybe the comic book didn't have because of the the years in which it was created and like the short-sightedness in which you know what i mean certain characters were created so like mm-hmm. i'm excited to see what they bring with namor or namor i don't know why i don't like that i like it's it's kind of like saying <laughs> it's kind of like saying ong and ang and it's like mm. yeah. <laughs> um yeah. but i'm excited to see what they do with namor and i like that we're i my favorite thing about phase four is that it's just ethnically diverse we had like mm-hmm. we had like 10 15 years of just like white dudes and like that's no offense yeah. to white dudes no. some of my yeah. best friends are white dudes i'm just saying but um <laughs> i just i just like that it's a little bit more it it starts to mimic the world that I live in. That I, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah, Al, what are your thoughts on Namor? Namor, it's not going to be. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's oh god, it's it's just always going to sound wrong. It's like no, it's, it's going like to be Jeff Namor. and Jeff. It, it will be <laughs> it'll be Namor until we all see the movie and they say Namor a bunch of times, then we'll get used to it. Yeah, that's that's fair. It probably will. Um, you know, they'll probably, you know, if they say it with an accent, maybe that'll help. Like, honestly, I hope they do say it with an uh, accent because just saying yeah. Namor mm-hmm. as an American with this voice mm-hmm. that I have is trash. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I don't like. It. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I never cared for the character for the exact same reasons as you, Tony. Because like, anytime I saw him in the comics, like, oh, he's just he's just some arrogant guy. He's the king of some other place and kind of an ass um at least when black panther showed up or at least when t'challa showed up he like he wasn't an ass even though he was the king of all these people like yeah so all right equal uh, yeah exactly um so uh but yeah i mean it'll, it'll be interesting um to to see more of characters from other parts of the world really yeah. is kind of the the thing that i'm looking forward to right like um you, you know a lot of a lot of the MCU and honestly, a lot of the comics too end up being very US centric. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, so this is an entire planet, right? Like, let's let's start getting other stuff, yeah, uh, around. You know, mixed in other stories, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, kind of, kind of just looking forward to the expansion, really, mm. is what it comes down to. So, yeah, all right, we ready to jump into our questions? Oh, yeah, all right, let's do this. Um, now, because I'm the one who started the list, my questions are always done first. So, first question: uh, There was a clip that was released uh, showing uh, it was it was a preview clip essentially. It was showing Shuri and Okoye basically kidnapping Riri Williams. Uh, they are nicely forcing her to go to Wakanda with them. Why are they doing that, Tony? Why are they doing that? All right, I think they start off with like. Uh, targeting her because they assume that her suit or tech is based on like stolen Wakanda technology and that they are kind of like, what's the term? Like rounding up the horses, trying to get everything because people are obviously think Wakanda is vulnerable after the death of T'Challa. So um, I, but she's also part of the outreach program that we see at the end of Black Panther. So it's like good cop, bad cop, uh, Okoye thinks it's a um, she's a threat, and Shuri uh, thinks that she could be on our side. So it's like, but mostly it's worried about Wakanda technology getting out and helping, uh, siding with Namor. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. It's a it's a good way for them to to meet that kind of thing. All right, all right, Law. What do you think? Um. 
well, because she's a part of the outreach program, um, I would assume that since Shuri was, you know, she was running that part, you know, maybe she took a liking to Riri. She saw her, her, her intelligence and maybe something happens in Wakanda, like before the whole like battle between, you know, two worlds happens. Maybe they mm-hmm. feel like they need her for something. So, and then maybe she's very reluctant to go and she's like, nah, I don't have time for this, but they just don't take no for an answer and they just kidnap her anyway. I feel like they they have a use for her knowledge for something. Um, and I think it's it might be in a hurry because why, so, why force someone to, co- to go somewhere that they don't want to go? And for the mm-hmm. most part, we know that like, I, I mean, well, I don't know if we know, but I just feel like... Um, as as the general of the Dormelage, like we know that she can be a little, you know, she can be a little forceful. Like she's a general, like that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shuri's a little <laughs> more laid back, so I don't think Shuri would condone like just snatching somebody up unless it was like for a reason or in like for a heavy reason. So mm-hmm. I think it's because they might need her technology for something, or her technology or her brain, or maybe she did get into something and they were like, "Well, how did you figure this out, or how did you create this without?" us or maybe she's the reason they have you know the heart-shaped herb maybe she creates it or something or maybe she taps into something i don't know but that's my thought that they need her knowledge for something all right um so i am actually very close to what you said la um uh, i'm gonna get a little more specific which is always my downfall with these because that's where i lose all the points um (laughs) it's it's way better it's way better if you stay vague to be a little vague because you're you're like i kind of made it Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, Uh, that's not how I do things uh, smartly. So uh, no. So I think she was doing some kind of like research thing. Like she was, she was looking into something for uh, what she was um, like, like school type of stuff or or whatever. Right. So she wanted to build something. So she was doing some research uh, and she essentially stumbled onto something and posted about it online. Um, And it, it was essentially Riri discovering how to track something involving the Atlanteans. Mm. And so now the Wakandans want her to come and help them and like do a better job at, at tracking them for Wakanda uh, specifically. So like they, they're they like in the middle of this conflict already, something's starting, and then they, they need her help to do something with that, that whole conflict. Mm. All right. Okay. I like it. We'll so, see. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Like, as both of you said, I did not actually think uh, about her being in that program. Like, that makes perfect sense because she's mm-hmm. definitely smart enough um, yeah. that she'd probably be in, like, an outreach program. But I also but... feel like she's smart enough that she would get their, their attention, you know what I'm saying? Maybe more so than other people because, yeah. you know, because of, like, just her knowledge and her background, I think that she'll get a little bit more attention than most. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, uh, that's the first question out of the way. Let's go on to the second one. What will the resolution be to the fighting between the Wakandans and the Atlanteans? I.e., why do they stop fighting at the end, or will they not stop fighting? All right, La. Why don't you go first this time? What do you think? Um. Okay. If we're gonna paint by numbers, this, which you know, you you essentially <laughs> can, um. 
usually when two different sides are fighting, they they stop fighting simply because something bigger happens and they need to team up. So I'm just going to go real simple and say, I have like two answers for this. Like one part is like, I feel like something bigger happens that it needs both of them to like, both worlds will be, you know, depleted if they don't come together. Mm -hmm. But then also part of me feels like there's some type of misunderstanding and maybe it gets the Supergirl treatment and we just talk our way out of it. You know what I mean? We just like, let's let's talk about it and be like in, in love and friendship and things like that. So like it's either a bigger bad happens or there was somebody pulling the strings along the way and they figure it out somewhere down the line and then they uh come to a come to a you know an agreement like we were duped and this is why we shouldn't be yeah. fighting. <laughs> like that's my thought. All right. All right, I'm I'm going to have to be this guy. You got to choose one if we're real important, and this <laughs> this non-existent prize is important to me. Mm-hmm. So, so which one do you want to go with? Why well, I got to choose? No, okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's harsh. Um, I mean, put them together. Yeah, it's like peanut I'm, butter and jelly. Put them together. Yeah. Both. Of, I feel like both of them. Okay, I feel like so. I feel like I just did two plots. I did one plot, but just made it two. I feel like I feel like they're going to come just to simplify it they're going to come to a common to a common goal and that's going to mm-hmm. stop their fighting that's what i was like they're going to come to a common okay. goal and that's going to stop their fighting you said stay vague right so i can kind of win you know <laughs> that's <So. laughs> yep yep that works mm-hmm. <laughs> all right i'll go next um i said in the aftermath of the flooding of uh is birnanzana is the name of uh the capital but wakanda capital um Wakanda unleashes like some big vibranium based weapon on Talokan. Al, not Atlantis. That is where Aqua Man lives now. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, hold on. I looked up Wikipedia and and it is that is the name of the place, Atlantis. In the in the uh, comics. Oh, oh gotcha. Alright, never mind. That's why. Yeah. All right. Yeah, now it now it's now it's Talokan, but whatever. Okay. Um so that's, that's they... easier to Sorry, that's easier to get like a, a trademark name on that, I assume. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta's got the other one, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they unleash some weapon on Talakan, and like both sides see the devastation and they broker an uneasy truce. I didn't really have a good answer for this. <laughs> um, I honestly, <laughs> I I bet law you're closer to the right answer, but I'm just going to go with this. Like they both see how many of their civilians died. And like, we can't keep going on with this, with this amount of power and technology. So essentially you just stole my, no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't steal it. That's... I like Marvel and DC. I didn't steal it. It was an homage. It was, okay. So, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also the benefit of going second. <laughs> all right uh all right um so it kind of seems like we're all similar in a sense that you know um because my answer is kind of kind of the same thing uh or but again i'm gonna get too specific so i think that namor is gonna see that wakandans are not the enemy when he learns the story of killmonger who is still alive oh, this yeah. will then lead them all to team up and figure out who to you know wham bam punch in the third act <laughs> wham bam punch that's hilarious the the only reason i honestly feel like all three of us are wrong because 
Uh, just I think of Captain America Civil War, where they could have very easily gone this route, and it looked like they were, and then they continued fighting because there was a personal reason. I hope it doesn't end like either of these, and there are actually lasting repercussions. But we all threw in our um, our answers, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, this could be a yep. civil war situation where there's a misunderstanding. Like I said, like there could be a misunderstanding, yeah, right. or just like a or like a non-agreement to something. So it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're really good in the MCU about kind of pushing those or like definitely throwing those curveballs yeah. to like hey this is not going to be the obvious ending this time around usually in sequels uh you know that first film eh, not so much yeah. uh, it's usually pretty straightforward but the sequels yeah they're they're good about you know changing up what could yeah, or won't like end up, up happening the formula yeah. in the second one like still giving you feels mm-hmm. of the first one but then like because like every first marvel movie like it's like the origin story movie is it's a blueprint mm-hmm. now it's a full blueprint yep. you know what's going to happen you know something's going to come in and like blah 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 but then the second one you're always like okay how do you expand upon this universe and wakanda is such a vast like place that you can go a lot of places with this um so i'm i'm excited to see what they like what what parts of wakanda we're going to see that we haven't seen before that's what I'm kind of excited yeah. about too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and and on one sense too, like there there's going to be the uh, th- there is a Wakanda show that's going to be on Disney Plus, right? I forgot what the title was. I don't think um, they released the title yet. Is it about Namor? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's going to be uh, Wakanda. It's not like the city. Um, oh, okay. City, country. Um, I, did, I know. So yeah, about I, that, I. So okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah, they haven't said much. Like, I think they just announced yeah, it like a year uh, ago or something. Yeah, they announced like Ryan Coogler's uh, producing it and helping to co-write it. But oh, okay, um, yeah, we don't know. This was I just looked it up. It was announced about a year ago. So okay, okay, yeah. And so the only reason I brought it up because I'm thinking like, okay, well, some of the stuff that they do in this will, will you know, will essentially kind of lead into that. So makes sense. Because um, you could easily mm-hmm. say anything that's incomplete in Wakanda Forever that you feel like you didn't get closure for could easily be continued in a TV show. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and oh, yeah. we say this a lot on our podcast: is in a long enough timeline, everything will happen. This is like we thought that like um, Red Skull going to space. We didn't know for like almost ten years what happened to that, right. but eventually they brought it, it back. It, so it's it like, comes back around. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, with the addition of multiverses, there's no telling mm-hmm. what could happen. You know, they, I feel like Marvel has has opened a door in which they can branch off. <laughs> pun intended. Um, <laughs> they can um, they can branch off into a lot of things. Like they can take some characters that you probably didn't think about or care about, and and be and make a whole make a whole series about them, and mm-hmm. kind of just branch off. Mm-hmm. Or they can bring back fan favorites and be like they're evil now. In this in this yeah. universe, which I mean, to see an evil Iron Man would be cool. I mean, I know I know Robert Downey Jr. is like I'm good, but <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> I mean to see some of the characters in which people have put on a pedestal kind of bring them down and kind of like if they would have actually made Captain America like like Hydra, like the, mm-hmm. like the comics did, like even for a split second, like maybe he got brainwashed or something like that. I think that would have been interesting to watch. Um, but they could easily do that with the multiverse. So, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we had Secret Wars where it was like an evil version of the Avengers versus the current Avengers or something like that. I would dig that. I'm just excited yeah. for two for like the young um because you know all these old people me included because i'm you know i say i'm old but i just feel like all <laughs> these old people are so mad at how this new mm-hmm. phase is going because it doesn't reflect them that they're like well how i'm like okay but uh, all right but like robert Downey jr is like he almost 60 like yep we need yeah. to <laughs> we need to bring some people in that can like hold the franchise or at least get it to the next step to the next phase the next level whatever you want to call it it's like we can't we can't sit on Iron Man's story forever or Captain America's story. Mm-hmm. You know, well, Steve Rogers. I'll say Steve Rogers because anybody can have a yeah. mantle. So I was like, we can't stay on Steve Rogers' character forever. And I'm hoping, no offense to Chris Hemsworth, but I'm hoping Thor 4 is the end for him. Like, he's done. I don't want him to die, but, like, yeah. I'm... <laughs> like, like get, get a send-off in, a Mar- in an Avengers movie. Yeah. But he doesn't need another soda. You know, like, he doesn't have <laughs> to die because he just doesn't have to. But, like, he's not the Thor that I remember. So, like, uh, just give him a little Viking send off. You know what I mean? Like, just, just a little something. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah. I, I just, I was talking to one of my friends the other day and just like, um, we were talking about the Wonder Man um, casting that just came out. So it's, uh, I can never remember this guy's name, but he played uh, Black Manta in uh, Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, and it ends with the second. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, Abdul, his name. I believe you pronounce his name okay yeah but it's like people you know people get mad people on twitter and we're like yeah yeah until until it gets toxic i just laugh at these nerds and then i get angry at them but it's just like get, it's not your world anymore get get over it and it's, it's everybody's world it's not just this one small box that it used to be for yeah. so many decades in the comics and also it's just it's just everything so <sighs> everything's so racially stimulated it's just like mm-hmm. it's just like his like the color of wonder man or the color of any any of these characters yeah. does not make the character the character exactly you know what i mean like <laughs> you know and then there it's just crazy for me <laughs> yeah there are very few characters in history of comics who they're from like pre i want to say like 1980 i'm just throwing a number out there who the race matters that much it's like magneto's yes a holocaust victim the race yes, matters. agreed but <laughs> like and there are a handful of others but like Luke Cage, it matters, but a lot of them can be changed and recast because it's not integral to a white male character's character in the seventies. No, exactly. It was just like it was just seen as the default. No, for so sure. So it doesn't phase me. Like people are like people are fan casting <laughs> Kiki Palmer to be Rogue. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys seen that. And then for I Halloween, she dressed up as Rogue, <laughs> and she looked amazing and did like a mm-hmm. like an auditioning test thingy. Um, me personally, you know. Um, I think she's sassy enough for it. I think she's funny enough for it. Yep. Um, I would want her to get a more of a Mississippi like accent, like 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 Rogue does. But other than mm-hmm. that, like, I don't see an issue with her being Rogue. Like, it's black people in Mississippi too. I'm just I'm just saying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, and my thing is this: we've seen a live action version of, Ro- of Rose. I'm I'm, do- I'm thinking Doctor Who. Over here, right. my, my, my Doctor Who brain, but um, we've seen a, a live action. You're on the right podcast. Thank you. Uh, we've seen a live action <laughs> version of Rogue, so it's not like we haven't seen it before, you know. So like, mm-hmm. it's okay to switch it up. It's okay to do something different. It's okay to like, you know, think outside yeah. the box. Also, I just like talent. I think talent should win above anything else. Just you know, like 
I feel like talent should win. If the if the color of the character doesn't impede the character, like like anybody can be Black Panther, but nobody can be T'Challa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, if you find a person that a character that like the color doesn't matter, and you're like, let's just this just let's cast, let's like audition everybody under the sun so we can see because yeah. the ain't the I mean the anointed one isn't a female, mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel like. You know, Tilda did an amazing job. <laughs> no, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Never mind. Uh, Tony, would, would, would you heard Anointed One? Were you thinking of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah. Yes, Is that what you're saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> and and also TK, well, our former guest when we were doing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, also called her the Anointed One. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Well, Ancient One. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, no, it's it's okay. Like we we yeah. kept we keep doing it too. Yeah. We call it yeah. the. I mean, one I'm a Buffy time. fan. <laughs> like I'm I'm a, yeah, I'm so a part of I'm a part of the Slayer verse. So it's like you know she's you know she's the anointed um, one out of here. Yeah, you know I mean? she just uh, doesn't she doesn't wear a turtleneck. That's all. That's all. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Random tangent. Uh, I'm a teacher, and on Halloween, uh, the kids were asking me like vampire lore. It's like I'm telling them I get all my vampire lore from Buffy. And all you kids don't know what Buffy is because you're like ten, so you need to go on Netflix and watch Buffy or Hulu. Or, yeah, yeah. No, Buffy's amazing. Yeah. All my, it's so much vampire stuff out here. All the lore is just like it's all mixed up in my head. When so when somebody's like, mm-hmm. but I thought they couldn't enter your house. I'm like, that's Buffy. This is it's a different show. They don't. Yeah, right. That's not. They don't bother with that. Like, so. Do you think um, at the end of Eternals, when we hear Blade's voice, he's uh. Not in the shot because he's halfway in and halfway out because he's only half vampire. That's hilarious. <laughs> he, he he was able to get his hand in, but his legs couldn't go. So that's yep. right. it was yeah. just all his lips. It wasn't nothing else. That's why you hear exactly. his voice. And you don't see him. It was just his lips. That's why. Honestly, I flipped out when I saw that. It, when I saw it, huh? When I heard it at the uh, when I heard his voice at the end of Eternals, yeah. and like my mom and my brother was like, "Who is that?" Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "It's Blade." Like I just lost my mind. It's Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Because if you don't know Mahershala's voice, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Cause oh, I, I I knew him back when... I can't remember his whole name, but he's got a real long first name. Mahershala When he was Ali? back on the... No. Uh, he was in the 4400, which was a USA sci-fi oh, channel. Oh, I remember that show. The, yeah. I'm going to look up because he, he was his whole name. Uh, yeah, he has a longer first name, and now he switched it to this because people can pronounce it more. I'm looking up like, uh, yeah, his name is Mahershala Al Sabaz Ali, and he went by Mahershala Al Sabaz uh, Ali on the Four Four Hundred. So that's who I think of every time. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Let's um go to the next question because we've gone on like fifteen tangents. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, my first question. Um. Will uh, Talokan be retconned into previous events of the MCU? Um, Al, what do you think? Um, so I'm going to go with no. Um, I don't think there's going to be anything that we have seen in MCU properties so far. But I do think that we're going to be told that that society and Wakanda have this uneasy trust with each other, kind of like a Cold War. So basically we will be told, Hey, there's this history that these two countries have. Uh, but like the rest of the world has no history with 
those two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so all new stuff to us as the audience. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Law, what do you think? Um, I have to agree. I'm gonna say no. Um, because I, I feel like his society is a is a quiet society. Like they like maybe lurk in the shadows, like lurk in the you know the yeah. you know the watery shadows. I don't know how to. <laughs> I don't know how to say that um but yeah i feel like i think I there like, are shadows in the ocean. yeah definitely um especially the deeper you go um um but yeah i think i think i think their society thrives on secrecy and just to go back to the first question maybe that's why it's such a big deal that he's you know coming up from like from the sea because mm-hmm. something has disturbed them enough because we already got mentions of earthquakes in um in game and so yeah. um something tells me like maybe the destruction of wakanda affected atlantis maybe that's why there's because i'm pretty sure it's just because you're underwater it doesn't save you from anything like it's a, it's a society mm-hmm. like anything else so i think I don't think it'll be retcon for anything else. I think this will be the first, well, the first, not the first we've heard of Namor in his society, but also like I think it's the first we're going to see it and be immersed in it. And I don't think they're going to be like, well, we were up here. You guys never noticed. Like, no, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, I'm actually using uh, one of the things you mentioned is I'm I'm thinking that earthquake that mentioned in game was them. And I'm going to be specific. They're like found another pocket of vibranium and they're like, we're digging for that and uh, cause an earthquake. Hmm. I mean, yeah, just just throwing it out there. Probably way too specific. <laughs> I bet the <laughs> probably the earthquake was, but not why it happened. <laughs> uh, great. That's a uh, uh, similar to one of the answers I'm going to be giving later. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> There's a limited amount of things that has happened underwater. We 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 gotta mine it. No pun intended. All right. My next question. We know that someone, Shuri, becomes the new Black Panther. (laughs) How did they get the powers with the heart-shaped herb destroyed by Killmonger? Law, we'll start with you. Well, I'm just going to go comics. We know that in the comics, Shuri creates like a synthetic heart-shaped herb. Like she, because she's a genius and Mm -hmm. there's vibranium all around her. It makes sense that she could probably recreate that phenomenon in some way, even though it's a synthetic version. Uh, which means that it might wear off whereas she has to like continuously take it but i think she either she or riri created it by mistake or maybe that's why they snatched riri up because they need her knowledge to create the heart shape herb but yeah i think shuri's going to create it so that's my thought that's cool um i think the most boring answer ever love it they have a seed vault and they grew more. <laughs> I dig it. That yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but I dig it though because it, it it does make a lot of sense because it's been a lot of Black Panthers throughout the years. Mm-hmm. You would think, but I don't know though. Like okay, here's the thing. Okay, this is no disrespect to you or anything like that that makes a lot of no. sense. But then it kind of doesn't at the same time because that society was a society that cut themselves off from anyone else, and they mm-hmm. felt as though they could trust everybody in that society. So why would they store any? Because they thought it would, they thought it would be safe. They never thought anybody would infiltrate. Yeah. But it would be smart to mm-hmm. safeguard some, just in case anything yeah. happened. Because you never know. But 
Yeah, I think uh, mine makes real world sense and yours makes comic sense. Very true. So, <laughs> very true. Al, Al, what kind of sense do you make, or no sense at all? <laughs> oh, definitely no sense at all. Uh, okay, okay. I, all right. You, you you both keep saying Shuri is definitely going to be the Black Panther, and obviously, yeah, it's going to be her. But anyway, my answer to this question <laughs> is there are two parts. The first is. When Nakia becomes the Black Panther, okay. she will have no powers. Nice. It'll all just be basic badassery, plus some Black Panther-like suit technology. However, later on in the film, Bast, the Panther God, will give her powers. Ooh, Ooh. you went mythological. I like yeah. that. I like that. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> yeah, they, they they didn't do a lot with, with the Panther God in the first film. Like, it, they just didn't say anything. Um, and so... Yeah. I'm kind of thinking like now that they've done a d- decent amount of, you know, this world building, mm-hmm. they can start throwing that in. So I mean, I really wish they would have did something in lore uh lore Thor and <laughs> Thor and Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Yeah, Love and Thunder. I wish because we see we see uh like Bast. We see Bast. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Yes. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay. All right." <laughs> yeah, I was yeah no no line there, or anything. Yeah, there or Moon Knight cuz in real mythology, real mythology, <laughs> uh Bast is, <laughs> Bast is an Egyptian god. Yes. So I'm like throw him in the pantheon or at least have her avatar as part of like yes. you know a crossover yes. god but Come on. we didn't see that either should we write for marvel i think we should okay. i think yeah guys we know you're listening no I mean... literally we don't <laughs> yeah i like that yeah. though i like that um yeah because that's essentially what they said in the first one that like pretty much like bass blessed them or something like that so yeah. mm-hmm. with the heart shape yeah, right, so right. so yeah ew that makes so much sense go away Oh I'm gonna be mad at you if you're right. I'm gonna be so happy, but I'm gonna be mad at you. No, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, we'll see. I'm I'm glad we all all three of us had very different answers. Yeah, that's true. for sure. So it's gonna be real impressive when all three of us are wrong. So <laughs> or very impressive if a little bit from each of us is right. Just saying. So um, Bast made a seed vault for the Wakandans. Hilarious, but only. <laughs> But only Shuri and Riri have the knowledge and technology ability to get into the seed vault. Yes. Then we all get points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Also, I'm going to I'm going to laugh when because uh, we've been assuming for good reasons why uh, that Shuri is the new Black Panther. But when it's like some type of like compression thing, and he takes off the helmet, and it's Mbaku as the new Black Panther, just in a very I'm skinny crying. suit. I'm crying. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm here for it, though. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm here for it. I mean, yeah, that's that's a twist. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the other thing. Like, we all know that anytime that that suit is doing, like, all right, every scene that we've seen of this person in this suit has that's all CG work. So that could have just been Marvel messing with us. Yeah, They've done it before. They could be pulling a Hulk and Wakanda from Infinity War. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're, they could do it. I don't think they are, but they totally could. Agreed. <laughs> oh. All right. Law, do you want to read your first question? Um, uh, Sure, yeah. I'll just literally read what I just wrote. Um, okay, so um, uh, my first question is, um, um, Black Panther's mom... Ramonda says everyone in her family is going we see this in the like the teaser trailer and even like the official trailer so my question is does this mean part of the film takes place during the bip during the blip 
Um, if so, how much of that do you think we'll see in the film? Should I answer right, that? I'll, or should somebody? Oh, sure, sure, go ahead. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't sure how that was going. I wasn't sure like what's people answering their own questions first, or I've just been calling somebody. Oh, okay, call somebody. Time, so. Go ahead, go for it. Go call somebody. Law, go ahead. Oh my gosh, I knew, I just knew you were gonna do that since I did that thing. Um, uh, um, my thoughts is we're gonna get a little. I feel like because we've seen everybody on the beach, I'm just going by like the teaser trailer for the most part, because we see everybody on the beach at one point, like we see Nakia, we see Shuri, we see Ramonda, like they, they're all like in some type of sand or somewhere like on a coastline or something like that. I feel like we might get like flashbacks to when, w- mm-hmm. when Ramonda had to like um, run Wakanda. Um, and then, um, so I think we're going to have flashbacks flashbacks of the blip because i feel like ever since wandavision we've been seeing what the what the blip has done to people we really didn't see it at mm-hmm. first but when when wandavision did the thing with um monica coming back and then like people coming back and like you know mass hysteria and stuff like that i think yeah. i think black panther is going to pick up off of that and i think we're going to see part of it but i don't think it's going to be a nice a full chunk of the film i just think it's going to be like mm-hmm. maybe a few flashbacks just to set the scene a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I said that um, I think I agree. We're not going to get a lot. I think we're going to get very little. I actually think that the reason Ramonda says her family is gone is because at one point Shuri uh, fakes her own death or people assume she's dead, much like uh, Mm T'Challa, but she's doing it to draw Namor out after whatever attack. Interesting. And they're more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Um, Al, what do you think? Uh, So so this one was actually tough. Like, until you asked this question, I thought, oh, no, it's all after the blip. But Mm -hmm. then I started thinking about it. Like, you know, it it could be. um, Like, it's (laughs) entirely... I'm sure it's not, but it's also entirely possible that this entire film takes place during the blip. Um, oh. But uh, <laughs> but I'm going to go with no. Nothing in this film takes place during those five years. And I'm going to add, we won't even get a single flashback to those times. Mm. Okay. okay. I mean, maybe someone can mention something oh, like back oh, yeah. then, but no, there's no, no flashbacks to no scene, no visual of that. It is weird that in all the stuff we've gotten so far, except for Endgame, we have not gotten any time during the blip. There's mm-hmm. been no flashbacks or anything, which I find is strange. Yeah. yeah. All right. Which that would be uh, interesting. Um, um, second question <laughs> is, <laughs> I, I asked like four questions. That's hilarious, but I'm sorry about that. But anyway, um, <laughs> I think we pretty much answered this a little bit, but I'll still answer it. So what is the catalyst of uh, Namor wanting to take on Wakanda and do the Wakandans attack first? Or is there a third party pitting them against each other? I will take this one first, since I've been calling everyone else to go first. Um, (laughs) I think it's a combination of two things. I think uh, Namor's people and the Wakandans have a history, as we've kind of alluded to. Mm Um, but they are being stoked by a third party. Third party, I believe, is it um, going to be in it is the answer to my next question. But um, and I think the tidal wave that hits uh, Wakanda is the opening attack that Atlantis starts at first. Mm. Uh, Al, what do you think? 
uh something different than you actually um <laughs> for once <laughs> uh so i think um kind of something that i've already said is that you know they they have history like they have kind of this cold war kind of thing uh, and so what I think happens is that the Wakandans accidentally start something and it snowballs from there. And so um, I think that they're going to be doing some kind of research in the ocean and then they accidentally destroy something like an underwater temple. Uh, and then as a result of that happening, Namor is convinced by some sort of conniving priest type character to, a ca- to attack Wakanda. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. I like it. Law, what are your thoughts? Um... I mean, I kind of agree with both of you, so I'm just going to go off on a different way, just so it's just three different things. <laughs> um, I think Namor, because we know that there's been tension, there, there's tensions between these two, mm-hmm. like in the comics, essentially, but we don't know because, and maybe you could say because of Endgame, because there's been earthquakes, maybe that was like them ringing the war bell, and Wakanda was just like, ignore it, because there's nothing we can do, it's underwater. Yeah. Um, but I think Namor knows that there's a spot open on a throne, and this is his way of challenging so that he can rule not only the sea, but land as well. Um, because who wouldn't want a technologically advanced mm-hmm. place like Wakanda? Um, and I don't think the Wakandans would attack first. They seem like, you know, when they need to fight, they fight. But yeah. I feel like they aren't like an antagonistic type of type of place, type of group, if if, if you will. But I feel like Namor might have attacked first but again i'm still on like there might be a third party attached to that maybe Mm -hmm. there's like a jafar like character being like you need the throne like just do this type of thing um whispering in namor's ear maybe that's why the tensions between the wakandas and atlanteans is like that because he's been being fed the wrong information based on his own trauma that we see in the teaser we see his land on we see his land on fire like we see his his villages Mm -hmm. you know under siege so maybe somebody taps into his trauma to get him to attack the Wakandans. So. Makes sense. I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i curious about, you both have said like a Jafar priest style. <laughs> a vizier. <laughs> Royal vizier. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Now moving on to our always around questions. So excluding Namor, and we should say excluding Namor for our next question too. Uh, will any other MCU characters make a cameo in this sh- movie? We had show because last one was She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, Al, what do you think? Uh, I I can't think of anyone honestly who would. So as a result, I'm going to go to my uh, standard answer of a character that I would love to make a cameo in this sh- in this movie. Yes. Alfonso Mac McKenzie, director of Shield. <laughs> Mac from Agents of Shield. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 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 I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> well, uh, so I I don't know when I started doing this, but I think like at least three of these ago, I just it, it's always a character from Agents of Shield. I dig it. That's it. It's just, I dig it. Until until we get one. It's a slept on show that people don't pay attention to, but it's it's yeah yeah. After that first season, man, they they knew what they were doing after that first season, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. they had to wait for Winter Soldier, and it killed them in everyone's mind. <laughs> Such a good mm-hmm. show. Yes, I agree. Oh, yeah. oh snap! Oh jeez! Oh no! Oh, okay, oh, no. sorry. I'm destroying stuff over here in my house. Continue. <laughs> uh, well, after that disaster, uh, Law, what do you think? <laughs> um, uh, 
besides Namor? Do you just mean like in the whole of the MCU? Like just yeah. So like like someone we I don't know why we said besides Namor. It's more of a someone we haven't seen in the trailers. You know, Marvel cameos. Like we didn't right. expect um, Cap to show up in uh, Thor: The Dark World. Right. Like what cameos do? Yeah. If I'm being totally honest, and this is not to copy off Alan anyway. Um. Um, I've been waiting for Phil Coulson to come back into the MCU. Mm. Like I've been waiting. Um, I take Agents of Shield as canon because it's now 100%. because it's on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's on Disney Plus. Just like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and all these people. Um, mm-hmm. at first we didn't <laughs> think those shows were canon, but then they showed up on Disney Plus. Marvel was like, we need those back. So to me, they are canon. <laughs> so I want Phil Coulson back in this world he doesn't have to be there forever but the fact that none of the original uh avengers, kn- oh, avengers yeah none of the original avengers know that he's alive and he was a he was the catalyst for them becoming the avengers and i mean everybody he loves is gone tony's gone natasha's gone you know steve's gone but mm-hmm. it would be nice if he came back in some capacity because he's he's not the same He's the same, but he's like stronger. Like he could be, he could yeah. be a very different asset to the team, in certain ways. So, and he's very smart. So, either him or Daisy, because I think Daisy was a. She became once she became Quake. I kind of liked her better than before. Mm-hmm. Before, mm-hmm. so yeah. I didn't like Sky, but I like Daisy. If that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No oh no, does. that makes perfect sense. <laughs> Yeah, no, right now, so right now in our, our regular episodes, we're uh, going through season five of Agents of oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. And so, you know, everything that you just said, we're saying like almost every episode. Nice. Oh, I can't wait. Someday, maybe these characters will show up. Fingers crossed, I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, we're we're taking the position that it is part of the MCU proper because when the show came out, it was announced as part of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Plus they kept having like Sif came over characters yeah, from the movies. Like yeah, Sif. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, Samuel Jackson was in mm-hmm. two episodes yeah. as uh Nick Fury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So by the way, mm-hmm. there's a commercial happening right now of I think it's Marvel Snap where yeah. Samuel Jackson comes and be like I he's need like, to find a new director. Yeah, Shield. he's like getting like, fired or something. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like uh dude, we have a director of Shield. It's Mac. Uh, you can go away, uh, <laughs> Nick Fury. Do your own stuff. I'm pro you doing your own stuff. But there is an agent of, uh, director of Shield. So but honestly, down. that would be cool too because yeah, to have like maybe Shield gets rebuilt somewhere down the line, and then maybe it has been getting rebuilt because of Mac, like slowly mm-hmm. but surely, and then like somewhere down the line, a film or a TV show, and they're like, oh yeah, let's let's introduce you to the to the director of Shield, like the new director of Shield, and it's Mac. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that would be cool mm-hmm. because that'd be amazing. That's that's how you bridge that gap between Agents of Shield and the rest of the MCU. Because there's no reason why Fitzsimmons, as smart as they are together, creating what they create to see them like to like see them and Shuri get together, or see mm-hmm. them talk to like Hulk or something like you know like Bruce Banner or something yeah. like that. Like stuff with like that would be cool. Like I need Kevin Feige to get mm-hmm. on that. <laughs> like for real. Yeah, yeah. I've said this many times. Nothing made me more angry in anything in Marvel. Then in Age of Ultron, when the helicarrier pops up and like Fitz or Simmons or someone isn't like just at a console in the background, I'm like, I that's that. the biggest. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, I didn't uh, hey Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tony. Which uh, which Agents of Shield character do you want to show up? I really Black should Panther just Wakanda change the Agents of Shield character. You might as well. Just make it a trifecta, yeah. man. Just make it. Yeah. 
<laughs> now I'm really thinking about it. But no, I'm going for the point. You don't want, you don't want Yo-Yo? Isn't Yo-Yo still alive? I, think I, I love Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo is by far my favorite. But... <laughs> Screw it. Yo-Yo Rodriguez is going to show up in this movie. <laughs> but I also just... I'm, I'm, I'm I, changing my answer right now. <laughs> I just love her ability, though, because I, I think it's a, a smart... It's a different take on somebody having super speed. Yep. And I just think that's awesome. I like when people can take something that we've seen a billion times, but then just give it one little difference because it's just like she snaps back to where she started. Like she doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I think that's great. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And and honestly, Tony, I I think that she is the most likely person of the Agents of Shield characters to show up in this film because after hearing that Bucky got a cool. Uh, vibranium arm. She wants vibranium arms. <laughs> no, two of them. Yep. Yep. Uh, I do want to tell you if this this guy shows up, I'll be mad because this was my <laughs> original answer. I think the person pulling the strings between uh, Talokan and Wakanda is Thunderbolt Ross, who's just been recast as um, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. because he's a very much he strikes me as a very much America first, and he doesn't want to be behind Wakanda. Hmm. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. But no, I'm going with Yo-Yo Rodriguez. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Because I never thought Killmonger was dead. Like, mm-hmm. But also, I feel like... It's like it's like, it's a double-edged sword to me. Because like, part of me feels like it's too much technology in Wakanda for him to be dead. Like, I don't yeah. think, you know... Like, he's literally like blood. He's family. Like, I don't think T'Challa would want him to die but also i think t'challa is a type of man to honor somebody's wishes and he was just like yep. don't keep me alive just to keep me locked up like i'm gonna die let me die and then put me in the ocean where my people are so maybe that's the problem with namor he was like why you, why you put this dead body in my ocean and now he's <laughs> yeah. now he wants to shut wakanda down <laughs> so, maybe that's it oh that makes sense yeah that, that, you were totally right like i was gonna when you said they have tech, I'm like, yeah, but T'Challa wouldn't go against his wishes. Yeah, but, he wouldn't go against his wishes. But Namor might, or maybe somebody else did. Maybe, maybe, maybe they had him ready to go, like to be, you know, I don't know, burned or whatever it is, and yeah. somebody brought him back. You know, it's it's his clone because he was in the military, and Thunderbolt Ross did it. Maybe He's not against experimenting on people. That's very very true. Mm-hmm. Look at yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. Look at Emil Blonsky, right. so, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. Uh, again, excluding Namor, who is a mutant. <laughs> <laughs> Will this show have any scenes that hint at the mutants or X-Men entering the MCU? Is this um, for just Wakanda or just, like, in general? In in Black, in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah the, in this movie, will they say anything about more mutants showing up in the wider MCU other movies? Right. So yeah, this, this maybe this is a question we probably shouldn't have anymore. Just we we used to have it because we kept asking like, will mutants show up in this movie or this show or whatever? Well, so Miss Marvel kind of uh, did that. Yeah, so. uh, yeah. <laughs> <gasps> you didn't like Miss Marvel? I okay. I first of all, I love the show. Um, no, my only complaint is, uh, and this actually links back to Ages of Shield um, because Inhumans were such a big thing in. 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. I feel like they're retconning and just wanting to get rid of anything Inhumans related, and so they're never going to bring in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. characters. So that's the only reason I'm angry. I get that. Changing her from an Inhuman to a mutant. Like, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. But it feels like that implies I'm not going to get this other thing. That well, I, I, I mean, that's what I'm, I'm, a, I'm <laughs> always play devil's advocate for stuff, and I never want anything to be, like, you know, off the table. But I feel like mm-hmm. because of these other shows that they had that we they did a lot of inhuman stuff you know what i mean because mm-hmm. to me it, it to mm-hmm. me is on the same basis of like if they brought in the x-men first it's like we'd seen the x-men quite a few times like it, it's not it's not by marvel it's not mcu but it's like i don't need to see the x-men right now like give me all these other characters and then like somewhere down the line give me x-men so maybe somewhere down the line they will bring back inhumans Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mm-hmm. count it out. Is what I'm saying. Keep your keep your hope alive. I wouldn't count it out. Oh, I am. I'm. I'm, I'm keeping that hope alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Feige and company will will will, you know, take anything too much off the table. I just think that they mm-hmm. was give. They're giving us a breather, because not only was Agents of Shield very Inhumans based, but also they had an Inhuman show that just left the sourest taste in people's mouths so but they brought mm-hmm. him back for mm-hmm. multiverse of madness which i shocked the hell out of me mm-hmm. yep wait they brought who back what black uh black bolt oh black bolt yeah yeah yeah. but they brought him mm-hmm. back in the best way but see that's that but that's what i'm saying though at yeah. least there was an inhuman in this multiversal world mm-hmm. it makes sense that it might be some in ours they just haven't been introduced yet that's all yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, but I will answer this question first because uh, uh, Tony, you've been taking it. Uh, so I'm going to say that yes, um, this movie will say slash imply that mutants have always been around. Um, we just don't see them usually, uh, and so in this film, however, we will o- only Namor is the or Namor is the only mutant we will see. Okay, I think uh, part of the battle. Um, that we will get a cameo or spotlight of Aurora Monroe, aka Storm, who has a history with, uh, well, T'Challa in particular, but her showing up would not be like out of place for the character. True. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind. I'm just gonna just add a little something because I wouldn't mind a little a little Aurora Monroe cameo or at least like you know you see the back you see hers like maybe. I don't know, 20s, 21, something like that, because I doubt any of them is that much older. They, You know, mm-hmm. we can't say that, you know, because Chadwick was, like, in his 30s that T'Challa was in his 30s, you know what I mean? So, like, I mean, you yeah. can't really say that. So, like, <laughs> I wouldn't mind a glimpse of something, or maybe, like, we see, like, or alluding to it, like, maybe it's some thunder happening, and we see somebody's eyes glow, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind that, but I don't think this film is going to show us any other mutant other than Namor. Like, I don't think we're going to see... Um, because it seems like... Because if I'm being totally honest, it seems like sometimes... And I know it's only been one movie previously, but it just seems like nothing in the first Black Panther kind of connected to the rest of the world, like, rest of the MCU. Like, mm-hmm. Black Panther seemed like a standalone film. And the only reason we know that it's connected is because T'Challa himself was implanted in a movie. Um, yep. Like, they they spoke Wakanda once in Age of Ultron, then we see T'Challa 
in Civil War and then he has his own movie. And his own movie is very separate from the world because they are separate from the world. So like I feel like that will continue with this even though they're they opened up their borders essentially. So if we go with the theme of them opening up their borders, maybe they maybe they let some mutants in we didn't know about. So I'm kind of on the fence. I'm kind of like it's possible but part of me doesn't think we're going to see because they kind of treat Black Panthers like that universe as its own like universe in a way like it's yeah. like separate mm-hmm. you know so that's my thought I can see that it would be interesting mm-hmm. if now Wakanda is a place that takes in refugees so displaced mutants or other peoples I feel like it will be because what was the point of yeah. opening up their borders at the end or being mm-hmm. a relief if they're not going to actually be a relief like they have like because where they're located is it's Africa essentially. I'm pretty sure it's people outside of their borders that need help that are still no, like Africans. And so I think that's why they put that like the the science center in Oakland and then like I think they'll do more for their people in the surrounding areas as well. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And finally, our last question is a random prediction. Anything we have not brought up that you think might happen in this movie? Um, Law, do you want to take the first one? Mm. If you don't, I can force Al to do it. Make a random <laughs> prediction. Okay, I'm going to go real hard with this one. Okay. And I kind of hope it doesn't happen, but I'm just going to throw something crazy out there. Um, I have a prediction that, and I love her. I love Angela Bassett, but I have a prediction her character is going to die in this battle somehow that's it dark but it makes sense <laughs> yes i don't i don't want to be sure i don't want to see shuri by herself as the queen of wakanda but it makes sense yeah. but see but i don't think she'll be by herself you know she still has nakia she still has okoye like, well yeah but yeah. it's her entire family yeah just like we heard angela bassett in that clip yeah with that pain but yeah, yeah. makes sense <laughs> Yeah, and it would it be the first time that kind of thing happened, I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, also, she's a Disney princess. They always lose everybody, so I'm just saying. It's true. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Al, what do you think is going to happen? All right, uh, I'm also going to go a little dark. Um, so, <laughs> I, th- I think in the story, um, there, as a story, they're going to want to say what happened to to T'Challa, mm-hmm. and so they are going to say that. Um, he died of a real life complication. So something like it might actually be cancer, just like Chadwick Boseman, or maybe it's something like a brain aneurysm. That's a little sooner, but he died of those types of uh, some natural some cause causes. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, natural causes. Yeah. Okay. 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 I hope it's not cancer. That's too close to home. I think so too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I hope it's not cancer. I hope yeah. it's anything but cancer related. Like. Maybe he was sparring and he died. You know, somebody stabbed him by mistake or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I assume cancer would be, like, too long. But at the same time, I could see them saying, like, this is kind of a way of honoring the character and Chadwick Boseman yeah. is, like, tying the two together. So I, I could see that. So that's that's why I listed that as a possibility. But I'm not not too sure on that one. But, yeah. No, I get that all right. All right, Tony. Please, please tell me you have something that's uh, not as a little depressing. bit lighter. <laughs> oh, no. um, I'm I'm going to say after the events of the first Black Panther and uh, 
the two most recent Avengers games, that M'Baku and the Jabari will officially join the other tribes of Wakanda. <laughs> because they seem to be allies now. They already did. <laughs> in Endgame. Are they officially... They already did in Endgame. He they... called them brother. They're a part of the tribe. Oh yeah, but it's like... In Infinity War, which like from their point of view happened 30 seconds ago. No, for sure. <laughs> um, before <laughs> Endgame. Uh, is like... T'Challa thanked him for joining them in the battle. So I don't think, like, maybe they're friends now, but they're not officially part of no, the tribe. No, I don't think they're friends. He called him brother. Umbaku, no, I... Umbaku called him brother. I feel like if I call, I feel like if I call somebody my sister or my brother, I feel like I'm, I'm going to your, I'm going to your refrigerator. Like, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I live here now. <laughs> but that's just my thought. <laughs> yeah. I live here now. But I get I agree with that with, like, friends. I don't think, like, politically, you got to make it a little bit more official. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I could be wrong, too. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, Tony, for what you said, um, we're, we're going to need, like, a something that feels a little more definite. So, like, it's Either something Either we something see the ceremony yeah. or when they're in their war council, it's just like, now here are all the official tribes of Wakanda. Including Jabari, our newest best friend tribe. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they always were and, their own. They always were part of Wakanda, right? Because like even in the the first one, um, Umbaku competed to become the Black Panther. Yeah. Like they're not going to let someone who's outside of the tribes of Wakanda. Like they're still part of. They're just they're just mostly off. alone just doing their own, their thing. own thing yeah. because they don't particularly care for the leadership. That's all. They just. All right, you guys convinced me to change my answer to Yo-Yo earlier. Do I need to change this answer too? And then if it happens, I'm going to be mad at both of you. <laughs> it's okay. I can take it. Change it. No, I'm saying. I'm just saying. No, no. I'm th- and that's that's the only reason why I said, Tony, like, we're going to need something, like, really okay, concrete because I I think that they're already part of it. Yeah, that's I mean, okay. but I think, I think, I don't know. I feel like Tony's more so saying that, like, it'll be, like, like, like okay so they are part of the family yeah now. like c- because if you look at it like in the okay, first yeah. in the first one when he had his council all the tribes were there but the jabari tribe wasn't in that room mm-hmm. like wasn't in like that war room i guess you'll call it um yeah. so maybe that's where tony's going like he's like well maybe yeah. now we'll see in this movie that that mbaku is seated next to shuri or seated mm-hmm. next to you know ramonda something like that like maybe he's a part in that sense where like now he has a say in some things because at first he didn't, he didn't have a say at all. Yeah. So I think that's what he's Thank oh, you, Ma, makes... cause if that's okay. not what I meant, now that's what I meant. Oh. So I <laughs> <laughs> no, that is what I meant. <laughs> totally. hundred percent. You believe me, right? <laughs> oh. All right. Now, Tony, one more question. Are you saying that this will happen or like, like for, for example, what law said about, um, you know, Umbaku having a seat at the table, basically right. like, um, if the movie starts and he's already in there, does that count? Is, is uh, if, the, if the movie starts, because uh, I don't know if we mentioned this to you, Law. If you get it dead on, you get two points. If you can argue for it, you get you can get one point. Or zero points. I'm a good yeah. debater, so cool. Yeah, so, so <laughs> if he's just by her side and they don't mention it, I'm going to argue for one point. If they have the ceremony or like a big deal about it, I'm going to take two points. <laughs> You would, you would argue for the one point, and I think I that'd be fair. Okay, yeah. all right. Just wanted for to make sure. sure. Mm-hmm. All, right. <laughs> all right, all right. 
So before we sign off, uh, Law, for our listeners, can you, do you want to plug your stuff one more time? Yeah, sweet. So, hey, guys. So um, I do a lot of things. <laughs> um, <laughs> but some of my things that are, that are like imminent that you can go to is you can check out YouTube, Black Girl Marvel, watch some of my reactions there. Um, my release on releasing videos is super slow because I am a one person production team and it takes a lot to edit and do a lot of things. So give me time, but I would love it if you guys could subscribe to my YouTube page. I do funny videos on TikTok as well, but this Sunday, um, me and the cast of the real study, me and my co-host, we will be taking a trip to, um, another, another universe, another galaxy called Star Trek. And we are, in the Kelvin timeline, so we will be doing the J.J. Abrams ones uh, and Justin Lin, but the J.J. Abrams ones, so we will be doing Star Trek, um, Into the Darkness, and Beyond, and we will be doing that live, and you can catch us on uh, YouTube or Twitter at The Real, like a movie reel, study, so R-E-E-L, study, The Real Study. So come check us out and click my uh, link tree so you can join my Discord and request things for me to watch or review and um yeah let's have fun that's about it awesome i will be tuning to that i just our listeners have been hearing me talk i've been making my way through all of star trek for the first time i just finished oh very nice so i have not seen i've seen the kelvin timeline since before i watched all the other tricks so we're gonna have a guest star her name is lieutenant commander ray and she is a she's a trekkie if i've never met a trekkie before um and she has a lot to say about the jj abrams because she's she watched them all she watched the original series mm-hmm. tng like she watched she i mean everything thing 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 i'm gonna have to make it repeat because yes so <laughs> so yeah hopefully hopefully both of you guys can join us um you can catch them you know later on because we do record them live mm-hmm. so you know hopefully you can join us and partake yourselves so all right all right and you can join us at MC Rewind next time as we cover Agents of the Shield Season 5, Episode 6, mm. Fun and Games. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll come back with Law to see how great or terribly we did on our predic- yes. predictions. I think all minds are going to be right, but it's cool, you know. <laughs> Just a thought. <laughs> um, is, that, is that your last prediction? Yes. Is like, that all my stuff you know, 100%. is right. Yes, 100%. You'll be, you'll be the, fir- the first guest in the history of our show <laughs> to ever get them all right. <laughs> All right. Well, listeners, remember to follow us on Twitter and give us that five-star rating. And as always, this is Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Bye.